Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B, and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become, regardless of their circumstances. Sometimes it's a little acts of kindness they bestow on people, one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110 fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dream. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams or you're resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ug. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I just know that when I have the answer, I'm limited. But if I stay in an inquiry and constantly look at and question what has me thrive, I'm more alive, vital, and life is unlimited. And I think I told you on my last podcast. So I told you yesterday that I, my sister and I have been estranged for 27 years. And she called me up, uh, you know, every year, I've several times a year, interacted, hoping that we would get together. And she rebuffed, she let me know she loved me, just wasn't ready or didn't want me in her life at that time. And so when she texted me just before Christmas, asking me what I was doing for the holidays for Christmas and New Year's, and I let her know, 
I was with my family for Christmas, not sure what I was doing for New Year's. She invited me to drive down with her to Palm Springs. And I mentioned in my earlier podcast that I was a bit apprehensive. My experience of my sister, she is a therapist and a good therapist. and, And my experience is that my sister, because of all her education and all her research, comes from... And this is only my experience. I'm not saying this is the truth, but this is my experience. Is she comes from already knowing. So my experience is when you share anything, she comes from a therapist's point of view and speaks from that. And so sometimes I'm left like... And not like I think she does this purposely by any means, but I'm left with there's something wrong with me and I need to be fixed. And I've come to a point in my life where I may not be a therapist. But I've done a lot of work on myself and I am pretty proud of where I've come from to where I am today. And yes, I know I've made mistakes. Yes, it must be be I, I know there's an impact on everything that we do on our children on ourselves but I'm at peace like I'm just moving forward so a few times I mean we've spent uh, almost two weeks together now or a week and a half and a few times she has mentioned well when you did this don't you get the impact on your children and it's like I've had to let everything go all my interpretations and just let my sister contribute to me and be willing to listen from my sister loves me she's put an olive branch took a lot of courage for her to reach out she is being more than generous with me she's uh, financially paying for this trip not that I feel I owe her anything because of that but like there's there's a real act of generosity and my act of generosity is to get that my sister loves me and that anything that comes out of her mouth is because she wants to contribute to me, not have me feel bad about my choices. Um, my sister has lived a very uh, successful financially life. Her and her husband at one point split 30 some years ago for a maybe a year, worked out what they had to work out and, and and she had the courage to go back. I think it's way easier to leave than to work something out. She worked out her relationship with her husband and, and, and I say they live a very fulfilling relationship. They have their ups and downs like everybody else. But from what she shares with me, they have a very loving, respectful relationship with each other and I'm thrilled for her. On the other hand, I have not lived that life. I have you no, know, I've gone through three marriages since I was twenty one. I'm in my early sixties. My first marriage lasted six months and then I went I think a year and a half and then my next marriage lasted a year, year and a half. Then I went six or I'm I think I went ten or 20 years and then I I was in a relationship for the last 23 years so and I have been successful in businesses but I have uh, came out of my last relationship with very little self-esteem and very little money and there was an impact on my children that I stayed in that relationship but I also lived 
the life I felt I had to at that time. In fact, the other night I was listening to the awards in LA. I forget what it was called, but my sister and I were listening and Oprah brought up that many women stayed in relationships, abusive relationships, emotionally abusive, which I was in because they felt they had no other choice. They had to raise the children and they had to be there for them. And so I'm really at peace that that's what I chose to do. I, I didn't have the tools to do any differently or didn't feel I could. And and I don't regret that I chose the path I chose. It was the best I could do at the time. And I feel that even though there was an impact on my children, there would have been an impact if I left. There was an impact that I stayed. I chose the best of what I knew to do. And I believe my children know they're well-loved and I was a good mom. Did I make mistakes? Absolutely. So I'm uh, in this journey with my sister. It's been really powerful to look at what I'm committed to because sometimes I catch myself reacting like siblings do to one another. My sister will use a sharp tone or uh, my experience is she's impatient with me, like I've already told you that, whatever. And I feel that she uses that tone when she's feeling threatened somehow. And I just come from my sister loves me. She absolutely loves me. And she wants the best for me. And, and I am unwilling, like I am so grateful that we have this time together. Uh, we've decided that... Uh, I'm going to go home in another uh, couple of weeks and and she's paying for my flight home. I'm just so grateful that we get to hang. We don't have to agree on everything. We don't have to argue everything either. And it's just this opportunity to hang with her and allow her to contribute to me because she's hugely contributing to me. And if I'm reacting in any way other than peace and being connected and loving, that's my stuff. That's all my stuff. It has nothing to do with her. And it's been a real journey. So I'm going to continue this podcast about this, but it's been a real journey to 98% of the time I am peaceful, appreciating and respecting the brilliant woman that my sister is. She's my older sister and... I can't even imagine what it was like for her when we were younger. She was five taking care. You know, my mom went for a loaf of bread, uh, didn't come back for several weeks. And she was taking, she was five years old and taking care of my twin brother and I. And we were three, not quite three, and my six-month-old baby sister. I can't even imagine all the stuff that she felt responsible for and me reacting the way I reacted to her 27 years ago, her feeling unsafe, feeling she couldn't let go. She had to not have me in her life. All the stuff that she's had to work through to be able to reach out to me. And I am so grateful uh, that she did reach out and that we can reconnect and if this is you know how I'm looking at it is if this is the only time we have together I mean I'm creating we're going to have a lot more time together that my I get quite emotional that my children will get to know their auntie my children are now 29 and 
almost 22. They're almost 29 and 22. Her children, I think, are 41 and uh, 38 or 39 that we'll all get to know each other. That's what I'm creating. And I want to be in gratitude every moment because of this, as if this is the last moment we have. We have no more time to be angry at each other. And, and, and you know, as I'll share, uh, we don't agree on everything by any means, but we're connected with love. So in closing, I'm exploring how to thrive, whether we're 10 or 110 and beyond. Is there some family member or a girlfriend or someone in your life where you've been hanging on to the past, you've been hanging on to hurts and and been right about them? And is being right about them producing what you want? So where could you give up being right and out of willing to give up being right, you could come from what you're committed to. And then what would become available? And could you start taking new actions from that commitment or that view? What are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? I've been right about this sister for a long time, been hurt. I mean, I've been forgiving, but it's like I was hurt over and over again that she rebuffed my olive branches but it's perfect it was exactly what she needed to do it had me work through what I needed to work through so that when she did have this olive branch out to me just before Christmas it took me a couple hours to think on it because I was afraid and and then I went you know the worst that can happen is that we connect and we disagree but at least we've connected and I knew it would take enormous work on my part to let go of all the hurts and and on her part too, let go of all her hurts hurts and just begin newly and start discovering each other and what I'm discovering is this when I let go of my righteousness and my hurts what's there is I'm just discovering this amazing amazing powerful woman called my older sister who happens to be an addiction therapist and uh incredible incredible human being so what areas do you want to thrive in and and i i want to leave you with if if you could let go of being right in 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 a relationship or in some relationships what could become available and one of my habitual patterns was being a victim over and over again and i discovered newly that i don't have to swim upstream anymore I can be at peace in my heart and allow my sister to be wherever she is and appreciate and just stay in gratitude no matter what is being said because we are bringing up past stuff. We're talking about stuff from our past that we don't always agree on. So if I can just stay in gratitude, let go of being hurt, let go of being right and just listen from her views if I had her views, I may have taken the action she's taken. So I want, I want to, so I, I invite you to look at what do you like best about this podcast? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd like to know what you like best about this podcast. I request you subscribe to my podcast. I'm rated a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on?
when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I'll give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they've left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Plus, just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thriving at 60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thriving at 60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.